Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, Hello, on with today's everyone, episode. and welcome into today's Irish NFL show with me, Colin Cronin, and delighted to be joined. This is the, the th- I think, the, the third core guest in the past couple of weeks. So I, I'm absolutely thrilled about that. Uh, this man is the uh, leader of the Cork branch of the Marshawn Lintz Appreciation Club. Uh, obviously, uh, a, you know, a, a fan of the uh, Seattle Seahawks and was host of, uh, the, of the NFL with a Cork accent. Uh, welcome to the Irish NFL show, Mike Love, Brian. How are you doing? Thank you very much, Colm. And uh, I appreciate you reaching out to me. And funny enough, I actually just met a friend of mine here playing cards. I'm back, as I said, I'm, I'm actually playing the poker tournament at the moment. Uh, uh, I think I've about 30 big blinds, so I should be fine. As long as we don't go down too many inconsequential uh, roads. But I actually met a buddy of mine, and he goes, uh, I hadn't seen him in years. He plays poker as well. He goes, oh, you still you still do the NFL show? Do you just still do it? I said, oh, I've been that for years. And he goes, I don't even like the NFL show, NFL. But I just wa- I used to watch it anyway, just because you two but you were just having an act. And we always, that was the whole point of it. No, obviously, it would have been informational. Uh, information uh, to a certain extent as well. Well, we were just rehashing um, uh, whatever we were. I was supposed to be up. We had our own kind of series as well. You know, we listened to the boys from around the NFL, and I would have been listening to Bill Simmons a lot as well, and whatever. You know, you know the way when you get that uh, NFL bug, you're trying to soak up as much information and try and make head or tails because, as you probably well know, when you're not. Uh, well, versed are brought up in, in that game, like the rules are so tricky. And I've still, I have a good knowledge, but I still have so much to learn. Probably everybody has so much to learn because it's one of those games that you keep on, on learning and learning. I always said, like somebody saying, oh, it's just like rugby. But I said, look, NFL is more like chess, rugby is more like checkers. And like I played rugby to a pretty good level in my own day as well. They know it's not quite as simple as that. But the intricacies of the game, you know, you know, the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know, but the more that you actually. Appreciate. Um, I hope, and I, I hope we're not tension it off too much. You don't know. No, no, that I mean, I, I think you're you're dead right. Like, no, we're all always learning ab- about this uh, sport. But I am interested in hearing, like, how did you first come across uh, NFL football, and, and what was it that kind of made you a fan of the the sport? Okay, well, obviously, like, uh, I'm a man in my 50s, and it probably shows. I, I, I've, um, I get it. I think I said, I think the very first Super Bowl I'd probably seen was, uh, I think RT started showing it in the late 80s. That was it, Miles Sungin. Yeah. Was well, doing a bit. So I can, I think I was, I think it was the, the, the Niners against, uh, against the Bengals when Boomer Sison was the QB that year. I think what was that, 88, maybe 89, I would say. Can't quite remember now what year. So 
And obviously, as I said at the folk note, a couple of my buddies are big into punting on NFL or whatever, but we always since about twenty maybe well they they they've been doing it for a long time. Since about twenty eleven or maybe twenty twelve, uh we go to a pub or a county it's not the same, it hasn't been the same pub all the time. But we basically we get a lock in for the uh for the Super Bowl, and we make a bit of a night out of it. So I was, I was only kind of a fair weather fan then, obviously, over the years. But then that Seahawks run and Marshawn Lynch in particular uh, really grabbed my attention. But I think the first Super Bowl that I really kind of watched was probably the infamous uh, 2012, the uh, the catch. Well, it wasn't the catch; it was the catch off the helmet, whatever. Uh, and I think it was um, the next year. The next year was probably was the next was twenty uh, twenty thirteen, so it would have been the Super Bowl, the uh, Seahawks one, the infamous one, which uh, and I was credit wasn't quite a full on Seahawks fan at that stage, where I kind of got hope, as I said, Martin Lynch, well, like what a player, beast mode and all that, uh, and that just that, that whole um, style of play uh, fascinated me, so I got started putting my uh, affiliations with Seahawks. And I think I think once you have a team sport then uh, that obviously kind of piques your interest. And at the same time actually the whole thing why we started off the podcast then was because we started a fantasy league. So then obviously we just get more people involved and then uh, I did a few more YouTube videos on Classic Hands and a few other bits and pieces that I was kind of just messing around with, you know, just goofing around. Uh, and then we set up for the laugh, we just start doing this. So obviously like the production values, well, we never had a really great camera, but we were kind of updating the uh, setup as we went along, and we were just having a bit of fun and getting a bit of interaction with people. And you know, it's it's with the labour and love, like uh, as you know yourself. Well, I don't know, maybe you've got a million viewers and you're you're generating new income, but uh, we we always kept getting blocked. Like, what I I kept insisting on playing the Raiders theme tune because obviously the autumn breeze that was one of my favourite tunes, like, and I hear that belting out and I did get. I'm a closet Raiders fan as well. Uh, obviously, they're my AFC team. So, yeah, that's about it. It's like everything else. Uh, I'm one of those people that uh, I have a bit of an addictive personality, some would say. Uh, so, I got completely into work. Well, that's and I'm, I'm still, I'm obviously, going to do a podcast. I still listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to uh, uh, the good groups, the good, that good sports. I listen to a couple of those American guys, microphone. So, they were moving off today, but maybe Belichick is in the rock on the rocks in uh, New England. I don't know. We've heard that before, like, but there does seem to be a bit of rumblings in New England at the moment about uh, people going to Robert Kraft's party or people not going to the party at all this monarchy. I don't know. The guy I do listen to a lot of podcasters say to print keep up, yes, but it's so hard to kind of filter out what's what anyway as well, isn't it? Yeah, like I mean, a number of things that are interesting from from that. In terms of, like, I think your your journey with the sport would be somewhat similar to a lot of Irish people in that, like, coming across it kind of initially when Miles Duncan is doing like the 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 highlight program. Now, those highlights were, and I, I have to emphasize this kind of a few times on, on the show, like they were from eight days prior, like they were shown yeah. on the night. But it yeah, but it was from <laughs> eight days prior. Um, but, but that was joy. That was the joy of pre-internet days, anyway. As well, nobody knew anything. Like you know, you'd see maybe a small little uh, 
paragraph here and there around the time of the Super Bowl. But apart from that, there was no coverage on the uh, the NFL. Yeah. And if yeah, you, I know. you know, if you're if you're a man in, in the quiz now, and you were asked the question, if you if you asked the new one in football teams, you're considered a guru, like. <laughs> um. Also, the fact that as a, as a Broncos fan, you are both uh, a Seahawks and Seahawks. I as a a Seahawks fan. I I just loved I just loved the whole Raiders. Uh, that obviously with plus win baby and the whole ethos that um. Uh, what is what is it gone to my head? What was the the main man in the Raiders for years and years? Uh, Al Davis. Al Davis, of course. Like that, obviously, like you know. Uh, I watched every um, NFL related program that was on Sky at the time, whatever. You know, I used to love the all the old history ones, obviously the immaculate reception, brilliant, you know, all, all those ones those ones, NFL productions were brilliant. Um and, and it's funny that you meant because that's good sports is with Brandon Parnas who who is a Yeah, yeah. He's a Broncos fan, yeah, yeah. He is a very, very funny and, and witty and an engaging character. And uh, I've had the, the good fortune of having him on the show. Uh, oh, brilliant! Yeah, long time ago. Uh, but a, a really, really good guy. And um, it, I suppose, like in in terms of you know the the way in which like we consume sport now, right? Um. So as you said, like previously, you know, you'd be lucky to find like. Uh, any sort of paragraph in the examiner in and around kind of the the Super Bowl. And now there's the ability, you know, you've got Red Zone, you've got social media, um, you know, it's it's there, you got podcasts, it's 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 all there kind of all the time. Ha- has that changed, you know, the way you look at the sport, do you feel, Michael? Um, as I said, I I kind of I uh... It does help us. Like, yeah, I still, I, obviously, I watch Red Zone every weekend. Uh, unless there was a Seahawks game on or whatever. Uh, but I think, you know, as I was asked the way the internet is God knows, that everybody's just wants the instant gratification. So Red Zone is like, it's like our little diet, which is a pity because you miss so much of the other players. It's a bit like, you know, people going, oh, cricket is terrible. But you, we miss a lot of the special nuances of the game as well. Uh, and obviously, you'll pick up a bit from the commentator. Sometimes they're just regurgitating the same old shit all the time, so you're not really listening or really learning anything. But uh, yeah, look, I read quite a lot of books on that. But I know at the same time, uh, well, it just has every wage, maybe not so much way that it's, but it's not as much of a focus for me at the moment. But I'm still, I can hold my own and maintain a conversation about the NFL without going down. You know, the complete intricacies of the game, which I wouldn't hold myself off to that as well. You know, but and like when it came to kind of starting the the podcast, like mm. you talked about, I suppose you know, it was it was kind of like ha- having having fun with it. What like what? I mean, what was the initial spark to say, okay, we're we're lads who enjoy the sport, we enjoy watching it. Let's actually record ourselves, kind of talking about it, and and invite people on. Of course, well, like it's it's you know I I suppose I I remember I think I remember saying at the time that the whole YouTube thing was like uh, it was like DIY it was like punk rock approach to making a record, you know, 
we're looking at podcasts. And I said, you know what? Maybe, or maybe I mightn't have as much uh, deep knowledge, but we could put a little, so that's why the whole, with a Cork accent, we were just putting our own little twist on it. You know, I'm not, we weren't setting ourselves up to be uh, uh, complete, you know, knowing everything about anything, but like, basically, a lot of time anyway as well, we'd have a little production meeting, we'd, we'd do the, do it uh, maybe at four o'clock on a Thursday and we'd upload, and of course my, my buddy then, Quibe, who was my co-host, he had good internet, I had terrible internet, so he'd take it up because uh, obviously uh, we, uh, it was like about a 20 gig upload at the time, which would have taken me like days to do uh, to upload, but he was in, in a, he had 20 gig broadband or whatever time. Uh, and we'd, we'd have a little production meeting and a couple of points down in, in uh, I was living in Polynog, probably uh, used to run at the time, and then we inducted our little studio upstairs and we just hammered away and you know, like, uh, it was just fun reaching out to people, canting your arm, and, you know, just having a bit of crack. There was no, that, that, that was the, the whole main focus. And it's supposed to be, you know, we, we, we didn't really know where we were going, but we kind of enjoyed the journey anyway as well, you know. And no, absolutely. I, that's what it's all about, is kind of a journey, the, the journey. And, I mean, let's go, let's go back a little bit to maybe Marshawn and the fact, you know, like, he is he has two of the most famous runs in NFL history with with Beastquake One and Beastquake Two. But there's also the fact that he is such a character after such a character. Yeah. And obviously the whole we we won't mention the other situation. Uh the most infamous m- misplay in, in the in the history of the Super Bowl. But at the same time, I suppose you have to just take that. Yeah, Marshawn was just uh, what was the thing you'd reply? I'm not obliged to answer that question, or I, I don't have to give you an answer to that question, or what was his whole, uh, his whole race of death? Well, uh, I, I'm just here so my body. He was hilarious. But what a character. I think it was a great team as well. Uh, sad to see the Legion of Boom. I was supposed to make a small mini comeback at the moment. It'd be interesting to see how they pan out next year. And for I think the Ox probably uh, anything maybe overachieved last year. So yeah, maybe another year down the line we'll see how it goes. Uh, fingers crossed. It'll be nice to get uh, another deep run in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, for look, sorry, yeah. No, I I was I was just going to be I was interested in like as a kind of a, a Seahawks fan with the with the Russell Wilson situation, right? Because Russ basically the talk was there for a few years around he was unhappy. And then yeah. he went very he went very public on the Dan Patrick show about how unhappy he was, but he still stayed for a season and then obviously he moves and then he has a a disaster. I don't think you can use any other word. He's the yeah, yeah. to Denver. Like what 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 are your feelings on Russell Wilson? Uh obviously like he was he was our mainstay for so many years. And, but he went, I was, I had mixed emotion, but I wasn't completely gothered either at the same time because he, uh, he just, he, came, he, he was a very, very kind of goody two-shoe kind of character. And then he's showing off, uh, Sierra, whatever it's misses. He was a bit of a dichotomy. Like, obviously, uh, he kept, he was our offense for so long as well. Uh, you know, the whole let, let Ross cook thing. 
But I think you know it was it was a brilliant bit of business at the end of the day when they got those all those picks from. And look, I don't think it's his fault that things haven't worked hand out in um, in Denver either, because he was going into such a, a basically a shit show anyway as well, wasn't it? So look, maybe that that might pan out because you just don't call become a bad quarterback. Uh, as he did, but at the same time, I think everybody has to buy into your QB as well, don't they? If you're the main man, and there's so much negativity going about about him now, that does he have? As he lost the locker room already, obviously, I haven't paid as much focus to it uh, being in Denver, but I do get to keep an eye on it. But I, I, I wouldn't write him off just yet. He's still relatively young. Like, um, actually, look, we'll see. I know he took a lot of hits over the years uh, after the um, after the offensive line wasn't the strongest. Uh, and he, you know, was like, give us some time there. Like he, he, he made something out of nothing. You know, uh, obviously, like you had some brilliant uh, wide receivers, Jeremy Pierce, Sony Pierce, whatever. So, uh, like you know, he's he's got a, still has a good deep ball. He still maybe his legs aren't he's not as good on his legs anymore, but he can still kind of keep a you know keep a, a, a defense on his today as well. I would say. Now, yeah, I don't know. Like, what what's your what do you think yourself on on the whole thing? Do you think he, he he's kind of written off a bit prematurely? Or, look, you know yourself these hot takes uh, before the season begins and everybody just sees a buy into it. And then once the season kicks off, there's a completely different narrative beginning. Like, so, look, we'll wait and see. You know, they were saying, oh, everybody was saying last year, Gino will never, never last year. And he was the uh, revelation. You know, if they get another couple of years out of him, uh, you know, they'll probably be drafted. Uh, or back short, you know, as an old guy. Just uh, keep it up while they're on that front. And... I, there's a lot of talk this week around running backs and running back contracts, and particularly, obviously, with Josh Jacobs and, and Saquon Barkley. And I suppose looking back, you know, we talked obviously about Marshawn. It, it the game constantly evolves and changes. But what what are you, do you have any thoughts and terms of feeling about running backs that they're they're being hard done by? They're being come. They are being completely undervalued, but at the same time, of course, it seems to be that you can just pick up some guy undrafted and just plug and play, get your two or three years out of him. So why, why would you ever actually waste some draft capital? But at the same time, you know, you, uh, you've got Henry, you did your whole offense, wrong game, sack one partly. Um, and it's a, what, what he, I suppose the whole thing with, with the with the NFL is with with draft with the not with, with the um the budgeting is only you know you can't sit two points to one point party you've got to allocate your scarce resources somewhere. But I suppose it's really to be like QB obviously that's a major part of it. Uh then you know you I suppose it depends what what, what kind of game do you want to play as well. You know? Uh I saw another interesting uh, I heard I don't, actually don't know what podcast it was on but I heard something there saying that they be going down the line, that because the position has been so undervalued, and even if you do get a shot, you're looking at three or four years, and you're not going to get paid anyway. So, like, what's is that actually going to deter young fellas from being going down the the running back route? But if like you go back, say, for, you know, certain years ago, running back was was it overvalued in those days? Like, our well, that those days were all running, running, running. So you had to have a good running back. 
Uh, I don't know, I think Doug and Trey is probably the way to go unless you've got exceptional talent. The same time, you know, uh, has Zach even got a contract yet off anybody? Is he still uh, sitting out there in the wings waiting to get a contract? Like, uh, you know, if you're used to getting 10, 12, 13 million a year, are you going to go playing somebody else for three or four million? That's about the market rate, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it is uh, like definitely you can see that the way that the league has, has shifted. Um, I suppose interested, like in terms of when, like we're, we're recording this, we're towards the end of July and, you know, they've got all of camp to go through and all the hype that surrounds camp yeah. and everything is in the best shape of their lives and et cetera, et cetera. But are there, what are things that like intrigue you about 2023? And that can be like, like a, something that you think might work or something like make that decision that makes no sense and you're you're almost in, intrigued to see if it doesn't work out okay yeah uh, I, I, I honestly, I haven't really even followed the NFL as closely as I've noticed I do listen to the podcast but some things are just more in the background and I'll be falling this week while it's on um, I suppose like, maybe, maybe the Russell Wilson thing will that work out uh, obviously, the other thing is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Like, is the Aaron Rodgers is going to be a shit show in, in the Jets? You know, the Jets always find a way to, from a certain situation. I know even with them being on hard knocks as well. It was only uh, just uh, announced yesterday, wasn't it? So, look, maybe that really was the hard knocks have done a bit downhill over the last couple of years. So, maybe this could be this could be the one to kind of bring that back into focus again. Because, like, obviously, I would say four or five years ago, hard knocks was much watched TV. And then all of a sudden, they just, things uh, were really watch it that much anymore. Like, you know, that a bit boring. I suppose it's like every other one of those um, reality TV shows after Royal. Yeah, they just kind of run their course and there's not as, as much interest. But I think uh, the Jets, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And the Jets put a put a run together, how Aaron Rodgers fits in there. Obviously, they've got a lot of other really, really interesting pieces. And, and, uh, obviously, there's the, the new batch of rookies that's going to come in here. There's always somebody that comes in under the radar. Uh, yeah, and if I can just uh, pick up one of those new guys, no one get into my fantasy team and try to win a bloody title like I'm playing this league for the last 10 years. And I think I've got to the final one to know my co host has got his name on the trophy about four times at this stage. You know, we need a bit of uh, pride in the old, uh, the old Seahawks jersey as well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, look, I, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of, uh, you know, when you're in the midst of a, of a poker tournament. And, uh, well, I, I, I'm, looking down the, I'm looking down there and there's two tables left, so hopefully the blinds haven't gone up too much and we can uh, rock and roll and get in the money. Top five we're being paid, so don't to about 16 or 17 maybe at the moment. So, fingers crossed. Uh, and uh, thanks very much, Colin, for, for being, being on, the, uh, on the show very, very intrigued. And so that was actually quite touched as well, you know. And I actually, I did actually look briefly at one of your shows, but I would definitely look at it again. Actually, what's that? How did you get on with Gary and uh, Connor Elliott? Were they, were they nothing, saying nothing but good things about us? But we actually had a good old laugh with uh, with Connor. And it, that part of the show was just reaching out to people and just planting your arm or whatever, you know. Uh, and uh, that's all part of the fun, you know. Especially, or even, you know, when you, when you retweet uh, somebody with dad hands or somebody gives you an old lake or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I miss those kind of uh, engagement time with, with the people that, you're, that I would have been listening to all the time. So, all right. Uh, as quick, as I said, said before, probably enough of a tangent to be there now. So, look, 
thank you very much. I better get back here into this focus orbit. And uh, we'll be it's only it's only uh, six weeks left. When it, when is the when is the first game on? First week. Yeah, we're 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 fifty odd days away now. Uh, as we're as we're recording this to the start of the the season. So yeah, it, it looks fingers crossed it'll come in 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 no time. And appreciate you uh, taking the time and best of luck in the the poker tournament. Of course, thank you. And I think I did subscribe to the calendar as well. So. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the, the the whole show. And Colin, thanks very much again. Okay, thanks for coming, so brother. Peace out, Zod. Zod. Cheers.